0: But it's just airplanes, so it's not, it's it's not really no is way. This is the best seat in the house. It's, it's got a
1: runway system. in the front yard. <laughs> how do they do what, Jip Well, hey,
0: how hang they, on a second. How'd they, how'd they taxi off the
1: taxiway? Well, you know, I think that, uh, I don't know. I don't know how they taxi, but my guess is they got lost. I don't know. Is there any report on whether these pilots were familiar with this airport?
0: Nashville is kind of a, a mini hub for Southwest. Yeah, they got. I, I was there in, a in there. Yeah, there. I, I was in there a couple of years ago. Um three north-south runways or, or northeast-southwest runways. Um, um, left, right, center. Taxiways are fairly benign. I, you know, ground had me had me following a southwest seven three out to the runway on my departure and. And he's like, you know, you can you you can taxi faster. I'm like, dude, have you ever, you know, checked out the the breakaway thrust on a 73 800? <laughs> 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 and, he, and he STFU'd, and, and uh, we went on about our day. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> so, this is what we're talking about here. So, this is a Southwest uh, 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 Boeing 737. Uh, that apparently, I haven't read this whole story, so just correct me if I get my summary wrong. Here, um, had just landed here at uh, um, this is uh, Nashville Airport, right? Right, BNA. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Nashville International Airport. That's right. And so, uh, and then somehow during taxi and they were they and they weren't even at speed right they were just like, no, they were just taxiing to the ramp they were just chug, just 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 tugging along to taxiing to the to the ramp and managed to taxi off the taxiway onto the soft ground and hilarity ensued <laughs> and, uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that few, no one was not, badly not, hurt but a few not people, for the crew yeah right I know but a few people well,
2: a, yeah, and, chip, chip, chip's point when he posted this on the uh, on, on the list Is really apropos. I mean, uh, what was that? This guy's at taxi speed, uh, puts one gear truck in a ditch, and injures nine passengers because guess what? (laughs)
1: yeah they unbuckle this is and i think uh, yeah this is a this has been a thing with me every time i fly the airlines you know and i agree and you you know you you come to a landing and you're now you're you're off the runway and you're going slow and people start to unbuckle and the flight attendants god bless them are will jump on this kind of stuff you know they'll be on the pa instantaneously saying especially if anybody stands up and and they obviously can't tell if anybody unbuckled necessarily but oh and
2: boy if they'd been standing up when this had happened yeah but the, you 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 could go all the way to the cockpit door, and yeah. we know about cockpit doors today, and they're yeah. meant to be impervious.
1: Yeah. So this which is means
2: a, a skull loses the fight.
1: This is this is a gr- classic, you know, example of why you don't unbuckle before the uh, you're stopped at the gate and brakes on, and the yeah. the captain says but, you're good. Um, and this
2: applies in little airplanes every bit as much as in big airplanes.
1: In some ways, more in little airplanes, because little airplanes are more likely to get banged about if uh, if something like this happens, you know. And, uh, well, uh, if you're
2: sitting in the front two seats of a little airplane, you know, the head distance is a lot shorter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, no one was hurt desperately, but there were some injuries, and they—they de- they did. I'm um, certain they did an emergency egress too, right? They did the slides and the whole thing. That, did it say that? It's
0: not clear.
1: I can't um, imagine they didn't, but maybe. I, they, I don't know. Um, did they, let's see. Did, did they do the slides? This story. Can we find a better story? Because this one's a little a little terse, I think. And uh, uh, let's see now.
2: Well, we like. We like being strapped down and secure, uh, yeah, not necessarily know. handcuffed. But
0: Photos from the scene showed at least one of the plane's emergency slides deployed.
1: Right. And there's a graph in the story that says, after the wreck, I like them calling it a wreck, after right. the wreck, passengers left the aircraft and were bused to the terminal. Bergen said, this is the spokesperson, uh, photos from the scene showed at least one of the yeah. passengers. Yeah, right. Okay. So, uh, Yeah. So you know, and and typically that's all. That's the other place where people get injured on these things is that, uh, you know, although the emergency slides will save your life, they might they might bang you up a little bit. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a cla- I remember I actually I, for some reason this happened. What time did, What time of day was this? This was, this was like,
0: in the evening. Apparently, was it in the there's, evening or was it in the, the middle the, of the
1: night? It, night. Night it was. Well, the
0: video. What time was it's five twenty? Oh, it says five twenty p.m.
1: In any event, I happened to be uh, cruising Twitter at the time that this happened, and and I came across a handful of references to it. And one particular person posted this picture that you'll see. It's sort of towards the bottom or toward midway in this story. Yeah, the nose-on picture of the seven three seven. You know, with its nose sitting on the on the uh, on the, at least appears to be sitting on the on the dirt. Um, and uh, this was, picture was posted by a civilian, perhaps one of the passengers. And suddenly there were three or four news operations tweeting on, yes, in public I, saying,
0: I, yeah, you know, uh,
1: may I use that picture? May we have permission to use that picture. And it's appeared in a lot of different places. If, for example, it appears in this particular story.
0: Um, so uh, it, it looks
2: like he got a long way off the taxiway before well, he got in the ditch.
0: Yeah. I mean, here, there's the taxiway light in the foreground of that image. Yeah. If it we're talking about the same image. The other thing that strikes here is, what happened to the gear?
1: Well, if the ground was soft enough, I can imagine it getting torqued sideways and, and collapsing. All of them? I, uh, I the, the left one looks like it's still up. The, yeah, the, one, some of the pictures make it look like only
0: one of the mains collapsed. It's, it's resting on the engine nacelles.
2: Yeah, but that made me wonder if that's not because it was down in that ditch, and but uh
0: when when was Yeah, that? it's
2: on the nose, it's on the uh the port engine to sell. can't tell about the starboard engine to cell, the slides in the way, but uh this was this wasn't simply getting a gear truck off the pavement and getting stuck. This was an excursion.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-oh. What uh, what was the date on this?
1: The date on the story is... No, 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 the
0: date of the inf- incident. I know,
1: I know, but I think that it's...
0: It's the 15th. Yeah.
2: December 18th, and that was on Friday, so this was on the 16th, because it happened Wednesday.
0: According to according to this reference, Aviation Safety Network, it happened on the 15th.
1: Yeah, I think, it, it, um, according to the story, it says Tuesday see. at 520 um, Tuesday oh, whatever. Tuesday night. Was. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, Jeb and I are, are both searching NTSB, I think. I'm trying to yeah. like,
0: I'm seeing if I could do a Jeb here and come up with the NTSB report, but uh see It's it, not in there. Um a- Aviation Safety Network, which is aviation-safety.net. Yeah, what did they have some report? Yeah, they have a summary of it. Um uh Interesting, this appears to be a very early um, uh, Dash 300 Yeah uh,
2: 7.3 How is that notable?
0: Um,
2: They've been getting rid of those for a while They've
0: been been phasing those out Yeah, it was a Dash 300 uh, In service for 18 years Um, The aircraft was taxiing into terminal When it departed runway T4 and went down slightly sloping grass Next to the taxiway the taxiways at BNA are a little—I uh, um, won't say uneven. There, the the terrain there does have some 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 valleys and, and peaks and valleys and and that kind of thing. But I mean, you can't swing a dead cat at BNA without hitting the seven three. So I mean, this is not—you know, this 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 is not. Um, um, it's not like the airport's not set up for it and as, as I mentioned to, to, to Jack earlier When we were chatting there's, uh, Airport's got three um, uh, Northeast-southwest runways Let's see what AirNaf says
2: And that poor 737 was only Two years away from getting its gold watch
0: Yeah, yeah it,
2: um, It's always fun to talk to people from Outside the community a little bit <laughs> Say, how'd you make the trip? Oh, I flew Southwest. Oh, yeah, what kind of airplane was it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, it was a Boeing 737. Yeah. Oh. Most people. You know, I, everybody tells me that about Southwest. I know, isn't
1: it? What a funny coincidence, <laughs> what, you a, know? What a clink you do. Yeah. So... It's, uh, the genius of Herb Kelleher. I think it is genius. I, I you yeah, know, I although they've got a lot of variations these days, the fact that they're all seven threes has got to help them and and make things. And
0: eventually, that will, you know, that will change. Uh-huh.
1: I, well, you know, I thought it would change when they when they absorbed Air Trans, but they seem to be, you know, you don't see any of those Air Trans airplanes non seven threes appearing in the. Yeah. You know. Oh,
2: they 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 trickled away the seven pretty quick yeah. after they got Air Trans, so. and uh, and. Somebody got lucky, though, because the one's a nice, nice it is. airplane.
0: It's, it's, you know, the, the, the basics of a, of a DC-9, all the good things about a DC-9 with, with uh, you know, modern systems, modern avionics, yeah, modern engines. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, and they grafted a larger diameter upper fuselage to the original floor and, and, and lower structure. Uh-huh. So if you looked at it head-on, it looked a little bit like an 8 with a small bottom. Uh-huh. They called it a double bubble.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but it was uh, a sight bit roomier than the uh, than the old nines and the MD80 series, uh, and you didn't bump your head on the overheads quite so much. So, well, if you were over five ten, which has never been a problem for me.
1: <laughs> There's an airline that I've flown from time to time that I thought was flying seven it's, one. Uh, it's it's seven one sevens, right? That's right. 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 Yeah. That. Hmm. I want to say it's sort of one of the bigger regionals. I want to say something like Frontier Airlines, Wisconsin Air, that that had um, larger than average seats. Um, they were actually almost, you know, I mean, not business class, but but certainly bigger than your average tiny coach seat. It's uh, one of the the uh, the nicer uh, aircraft I've ever flown on. Is uh, is this particular airline? And I well, thought Air it was
0: Air Wisconsin.
1: I thought it was a seven one with bigger seats, softer, nicer. They were just it was more pleasant. I, I wish I had more information, but that's what I got. So an
2: Airtran, they served Wichita for, before the Southwest uh, of purchase, and uh, most Airtran flights through Wichita had uh, usually two, four, six, eight first class seats, and for a long time it was a really cheap upgrade, like twenty five bucks, and then oh yeah, put me in first class. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, time will tell what happened here. I, I'm assuming that none of us has ever, there there, but for the grace of, you know, Wilbur Wright, go away, that uh, it never taxied off or onto the gra- off of, inadvertently off of the
0: taxiway. I've, I've been on an airplane that went off the, I actually went off the end of the runway. Oh, really? Um, an well, airliner? I no. Oh, okay. I,
2: yeah. Well, and I was in a Cherokee once when the uh, at Kansas City International, when the controller, the ground controller, had me taxiing for the active, and then decided to have me wait for a seven thirty seven to taxi in front of me. Well, I was so close to the uh, intersection that uh, Annie and I learned about the impact of the breakaway thrust of the seven thirty seven oh, right. on a Cherokee one forty. Right. Uh mm-hmm. With the brakes on, we, we still moved seven
1: feet. No way. The wrong really?
2: Uh huh. Yeah, it was very, very uncomfortable. We wound up cranking a lot of aileron into uh like you would in a crosswind. Yeah. To keep one wing from lifting.
1: W- was the uh, blast hitting you sideways or nose on or?
2: Just just to the side at about a 45 degree
1: angle. Yikes. Uh, and no joke, you, you moved seven feet with, the, break, seven feet, with yeah. the brakes on so there was no wheels moving here or, or there were yeah there. It,
2: it it made us light and go backward and sideways just a little yeah. bit and uh
0: that's unpleasant yeah
2: that's a really uncomfortable feeling when you you really don't have any control over this
1: I, I would have thought that the controllers were smarter about that kind of stuff i, I
0: it, well apparently not at you know i just i was just Saying the same thing. I had a little. Uh, it was at Nashville a couple of years ago, but uh, uh, you know, kind of like hustle up, dude. You know, the guy in front of me is the only thing moving in this quadrant of the airport, and I'm following him. I'm using a different runway. I'm not going to tuck up and, and start sucking on his APU. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> you know, yeah. Don't go there. Uh, I, you know, I'm the guy paying for the paint here, so you know. Uh,
2: but, Please don't make me put on the oxygen mask to sit here.
0: Yeah, um, uh, and while we were talking, I uh, uh, pulled up the Wikipedia page for Air Wisconsin. They currently, anyway, only operate uh, you know, CRJs. Uh, I, but I never I, they've never operated seven one. Then it wasn't Air Wisconsin. I, I, I maybe maybe I'll do some
1: research and report back. But uh, yeah, th- there was one yeah. particular airline I, that. It wasn't a major, and they had just really nicely outfitted airplanes in terms of seating huh. and and whatnot. And uh, I'll see if I can figure that up. Anyways, well, Anyways, so
0: you know, first of all, don't pay attention. This at home. Yeah,
1: really, pay attention to where the taxiways are, especially when it's dark out. And there's a reason there's that little yellow stripe thing. Yeah, the, and the blue lights and the whole thing, right. you know. Um, and, and all kidding aside, this is a good example of why you never unbuckle and certainly never stand up until the captain turns off that light. Because, man, these things happen. You're still in danger even when you're taxiing. Uh, we could make a list of, well, of incidents you're like not,
0: this. you're not in danger. You're at risk. Well, there, there is still a risk of, of uh, you know, blowing a tire, uh, <clears throat> some other airplane running into yours. That's the one that I keep thinking of.
1: What was that? Uh, that uh, that big airplane that hit that regional jet a years ago and spun it around 180 degrees. Oh or...
2: yeah, that oh, was a 380. Yeah, was yeah, 380.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. It's
2: like, oops, we need to move the center stripe another four feet away yeah. from the truck. That,
0: that was a
1: JFK, I think, wasn't it? So, uh, could be. Yeah, could be. So, anyways, you're not safe until you're you're not you know until it's. Until that light goes out, it, until you're stopped
0: safety, at the gate. Safety is a relative thing.
1: Well, yeah.
2: the flying this is the second greatest thing in the world, and landing is the first. Getting to the gate without it's getting wrecked is the
1: third. <laughs> it's the third. There we go. Hey, welcome, folks, to Uncontrolled Airspace, the general aviation podcast. I'm Jack Hodgson, coming to you from high atop Lookout Point
0: in, uh, in beautiful... Uh, oh, how, how high is Lookout Point? I mean, hey, when you say you're high atop Lookout Point... What's the terrain elevation there? And I mean, how high are you above the mean? I, I have, I have,
1: I, I am, I am at a at a, a a vista point that gives me the ability to see for. Many, many mile in, 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 in some directions. Many, many <laughs> meters. Yeah, that's right. Well, no, no joke. I can see right over yeah. there. I'm looking out across the lake, and that's a mile. We measured it when I was a kid, all right? That far side of the water where I'm pointing my finger, you see me pointing? All right, is, uh, that's a mile, all right? That's always okay. been the measurement Got for it. us. So I can see a mile in that direction. I can see probably half a mile in that direction, you know? So, you know, it's... All
0: that, all that only tells me that um, um, you have landing minimums. Yeah. Well, sure. sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say.
1: I'm here talking with uh, a couple of guys who used to be my good friends. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well
0: we're going to reevaluate that.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. Um, and uh, one of those is uh, is uh, coming to us from somewhere near Sarasota, Florida. That's Jeb Burnside. Hi, Jeb. How you doing this morning? I'm
0: spiffy. Yeah, having a good week so far. Uh,
1: you're you're high atop the uh, the berm in the middle of your property, you know. So
0: uh, high up high atop the pile of dirt that they they moved to build the house. That's right. In which I live, um, which is to say that uh, probably um, closer to sea level than any of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> probably,
2: yes. Yeah. What are you about forty five feet MSL there?
0: The uh, I, I figure the hangar and the taxiway is twenty <laughs> and and the runway is forty. So I've got about a twenty foot climb to get to the runway. Yeah.
2: So in another
1: twenty years you'll have beachfront property.
0: I don't plan to be here then. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, is the quick answer. <laughs> well, and
1: more to the point is that that you're uh, the you're only about four or five feet above the uh, the legendary and infamous hidden river. That's right. Um, which has yeah. made its way into your yard. Not while it was your yard, right? But I've heard stories about that whole area going underwater.
0: Yeah, the, there has there have been uh, um, episodes, shall we say? Yeah, which uh, in the past and uh, there have been. Steps taken to to mitigate uh, the reasons for that, right? Um, right. We'll there's see. all
1: kinds of levees and stuff that yeah. built around yeah, the and neighborhood.
0: Pumps and, and, and I that.
1: always figured that's no all kidding aside. That's why your house is on this man made burn.
0: It, well, you know, precisely, and that's why there's a lake in the backyard because that's
1: where they got the dirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, so, um, anyways,
2: so that, things are good. A, right. A good. It's a good repurposing. It yeah. is. Yeah, it's, there you go. It all
1: yeah.
0: makes perfect sense. So
1: you're going through a little cold spell down there, only eighty degrees you were telling me.
0: Yeah, the high yeah. today is only, you know, eighty something. It was kinda of crisp overnight. Yeah. We had I had to close the door. Okay. All right. Uh, to keep the, the warmth in the house.
1: And that uh, other but, voice, I'm sorry, you finished? No, I was going to say, but my kids are down for the holiday. Oh, that's right, congratulations. Having, having yeah. a good old time, uh-huh. went
0: to see the, the Star Wars movie last night. Oh, and, yeah,
1: no no spoilers, please, but yeah, it's uh, on my list sometime in the next couple of days. Yeah, and,
0: I, just, I, I just want to take J.J. Abrams out and beat the snot out of him, but that's, you know
1: really you're see
0: it seems like i'm trying
1: really hard not to be spoiled but i have been noticing things on the net and it appears that there are two fairly dug
0: in camps right now all right well um, i you know i'm i'm I, and i straddle both of them but we can talk about that when we, we, we do look, our star wars podcast
1: yeah that's right after we've all seen it and uh, <laughs> right and start with spoiler alerts at the very beginning so uh, anyways well well yeah so well that's cool with your kids being down i hope you have a good time yeah, it's uh, it's we christmas are. week for anybody who's keeping track of things here it's uh, what is it it's 21st it's it's Monday, of 21st. 21st of Christmas week, and uh, and uh, any any day now, I gotta begin my Christmas shopping and get that out of the way. There's this new thing,
0: it's called. Um Oh, Amazon! Yeah. yeah, too late for that. I'm pretty sure. I no, like, it's not. Too really? Too I was happen to
1: be surfing something earlier today, and it had a great big red letters on the Amazon listing. It said, "This will not arrive before Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but uh, no, I've got things. I've got eyeballs on things. I just got to go out and actually do the legwork. So I think I'll, we'll be okay. But anyways, my other good friend here is uh, I don't know where he is these the, today because he's traveling for the holidays. Uh, Dave Higdon coming to us from somewhere near where David. Well, um,
2: I'm in New Albany, Indiana Uh And uh, if I step out on my buddy Tom's front porch And I I can probably see, breaking through the overcast uh, An operation that's one of Santa's biggest helpers uh, United Mm -hmm. Parcel Service We're on one of the arrivals to Louisville International Uh So, uh, yeah, we're here, it's overcast, it's 50 degrees It's uh, supposed to get warmer and rainier So it's unlikely to have a white Christmas. We could have a flash flood Christmas, but yeah. definitely
1: not a white Christmas. <laughs> yeah, same thing here. The forecast for Christmas Eve day is to flirt with seventy degrees, which is just unheard of. That's just craziness here in New Hampshire. But uh, um, and I should just point out to people, um, Dave, you're on a on a, a borrowed headset microphone, and so right. your yeah. sound quality is a little bit. But uh, we can hear you just fine. But uh, you, you you sound a little different today. So that's that's my usual mellifluous sound. That's why. What's going on here? Uh, you know, I put this on the list, but I'm. did we talk about this uh, Spirit of St. Louis replica? This sounds familiar, like maybe we talked about it.
2: I uh, I don't think we did.
1: I don't recall. Well, let's talk um. about it again, because it's pretty cool. This is someone who's built a, uh, um, let's see, it's a LeeBottom.com story. For some reason, I thought it had to, more to do with, uh, with uh, hmm... Uh, Look, it's old old Rhinebeck, old yeah. right, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's where the project is. And, uh, Rich yeah. at uh, Lee Bottom, which is just about a 45-minute drive from where I'm sitting, uh, the uh, folks that he put it in his newsletter, but the folks at Old Rhinebeck have been working on this for years because Cole Palin, when he uh, bought a bunch of new standard projects, for old Rhinebeck found an old J five power plant, and that's the power plant that powered the uh, the uh, uh, Spirit of St. Louis. So they used that as a jumping off point and built an airplane around it.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it's a pretty loyal replica, right? I mean, it's uh, uh,
2: well, I can't see a windshield, which should make it a really true replica. I, and I um, think um, I read
1: someplace in the story that it does, in fact, have that periscope right thing. Um, yeah. So now I'm trying to find it in the story again here, but uh, this is pretty cool. We were talking about Old Rhinebeck just recently, a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, but uh, and so here's yet another reason to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, to think good thoughts about about Old Rhinebeck. And uh, let's see here, I would have sworn it said something. Old Rhinebeck, which is known
2: for its extraordinary collection of not only replicas but some originals. From the uh years right around World War one and up to the uh end of the twenties,
0: yeah, it's a very very cool thing, so uh, it, it is very cool I wonder did they you know build in all the tanks the fuel tanks also and the plumbing and all that I mean what's the range on this puppy?
2: Yeah, the original could go thirty three hundred miles and still have fuel left,
0: yeah. Mhm.
2: And what a speed demon!
0: How fast? No, yeah, eighty about hundred miles,
2: miles an hour.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if he did it right, he'd start off fast, and as fuel burned off and the airplane got lighter, he would fly more slowly to yeah. maintain the same uh, the mm-hmm. same uh, efficiency.
2: In a plumbing, it's got a set of plumbing, plumbing switches yeah. and valves that would uh, that would uh, taxi a lot tax a lot of people to keep track of. Uh, Charles Lindbergh was constantly writing down the time that he changed valves to move fuel from one to the other to keep mm-hmm. the bloody thing in trim. Uh, except for that moment when he fell asleep for a little bit and woke up too close to the Atlantic Ocean.
1: How now? So. Do we believe the uh, Jimmy Stewart movie? I mean, how, how, do you how you much mean? Did they dramatize? So, the stuff that Dave was just describing, I believe, is stuff that I know from that movie. I've never really read a first person account or a, 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 some sort of validated account
0: of the. There's, uh, a, there's a book called Spirit of St. Louis.
1: Yeah. And, it, uh, and the, is it by Lindbergh? Lindbergh or? Yeah. Okay.
0: Didn't, it, it, didn't he write it? I, I don't know. Oh, hang Too on a bad. Second. Yeah, okay. Hang I'll, I'll on let a second. you do it.
1: Um, cool pictures of this story. I was just kind of skimming through the pictures here of uh, it in flight. Um, you know, not just straight and level stuff. Um, the first in-flight picture here shows it in sort of a descending bank, perhaps uh, on approach to landing. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah the, the book, uh, Spirit of St. Louis, is written by Lindenburg, um, um Okay, so the story's
1: about, you know, like falling asleep and waking up, you know, uh-huh. just above the, you know, and, sl- and the movie the And suppos-
0: <clears throat> the movie supposedly tracks the book very closely. It does, okay. Yeah,
2: and I believe Lindbergh had a hand in uh, approving I, the script.
0: I think so, too.
2: Yeah, Lindbergh was uh, really good at controlling uh, a lot of his information and as he uh, moved into the airline business over the years
1: uh, yeah i, I mean a, an amazing pioneer and something of a hero but apparently not the easiest guy to get along with i never met mm-hmm. him obviously but i uh, never met him either obviously um he had a very strong personality let's put it that way all right yeah. and uh so I, I can imagine him you know doing working hard to control his reputation if you will so uh
2: yeah. well he and his wife and they uh flew together and pioneered a, a bunch of airline routes to uh Across America and into South America, mm-hmm. uh, airline business probably wouldn't look the same without him and Juan Trip and a couple of the others from right. back in the old days.
1: Rich, which airline was it that Lindbergh was uh, was uh, instrumental in? Was it? Oh, I want to say American, but I don't know that. I thing. want to say TWA.
2: TWA.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. This other picture that's in the story shows the uh, the, the replica. At a pretty high nose-up angle. I'm trying to imagine what maneuver they're doing there. Is this some sort I of think stall, or is he just messing around? A, or? yeah,
0: uh, I think that's maybe an uh, accident of the camera angle.
2: And that's the Ohio River in the background.
1: You think that's it, a it, weird perspective, Jib, huh? Maybe, I suppose. I... If, if um... He's not pulling very much um, elevator, that's true, so... Um, I well, got a it little bit of
0: that. They stalled it. I I can't imagine they're stalling a, this airplane on its initial flight.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Um,
1: very cool project. Very very cool. So.
2: So when you're thinking about some place to go next summer when it's in season, and Old yeah. Rhinebeck will have something new for you to see when you go there.
1: Yeah. yet another reason to go visit Old Rhinebeck for sure. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's that would be very cool. When we spoke last time, which was about a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, it was the day that the Pilots Bill of Rights 2 was scheduled to be considered, I believe, considered by the committee and and hopefully uh, voted out of committee. Mm -hmm. Um, As I recall, uh, that did, in fact, happen that day, um, Uh and it went to the Senate. And then just a couple of days ago now the uh, senate took it up and passed it right yeah it's late last week i guess now you guys um, are the uh, legislation guys is is this notable is this is this uh, it's a big deal yeah it's, I'm not, it's not a very not cause, well not simply because it's pilot bill pilots it's pilot's bill of rights too which is a good I, I think probably a good thing i think we're all pretty excited about it just from a sort of legislation geek you know standpoint i mean is this thing moving in a normal fashion or is this
0: something going on what pretty much it, it pretty much is um the only hiccup uh, has been... It's not uncommon uh, for um, the a committee of jurisdiction to meet to mark up a bill and um, basically approve it but not have the votes to report it out, which is what happened uh, in, uh, I guess, late November. Um, and uh, they finally got around to on... Uh, um, uh, the ninth of, of December to formally reporting the bill from committee, and, and don't don't get caught up in the terminology. Reporting the bill from a committee simply is uh, approving it and forwarding it to uh, the full chamber, whether it's the House or the Senate, um, and that happened, um, um, you know, fairly. Uh, uh, normally uh, with this bill. Um, the vast majority of bills, so let me point out, don't get reported out, don't even get committee action. They're just introduced and uh, pretty much are, are DOA. Um, so, I mean, this is a big deal. And um, um, where it, what happens next is anybody's guess, I'm presuming, I haven't paid any attention, but I'm presuming the House adjourned for the year, uh, last week, um, the Senate bill, uh, S-571, Pilate's Bill of Rights to, once it passes, in this case, once it passes the Senate, it then goes to the House for consideration. And we've talked, I think, uh, in, in previous episodes about um, the politics of the House, etc., uh, and whether or not it will get a fair hearing over there. Um, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, the, the politics are a little... Um, um, less certain in the House um, for a variety of reasons. But, uh, you know, hope springs eternal, and there's still a buttload of uh, co-sponsors, bipartisan co-sponsors in the House. So it's clearly going to be an issue. It's clearly going to be something that A lot of people want to try to move through the House, but it's not going to happen until January at the earliest at this stage.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was some conversation I uh, saw between some folks in D.C. about whether they might be able to get it attached to a big spending bill that Congress passed last week to run the government through the end of September next year. But I couldn't find any evidence of that having happened. And I'm sure all the alphabet groups would have made big noise if it had. So the biggest, the most notable thing to me about the, uh, the Senate action was when it got to the floor, there was minimal debate. And according to the reports, it passed unanimously, which to me tells me there was a voice vote exactly. instead of a roll call vote. Exactly. And nobody said, no way. And uh, off it went. Uh, pretty quick and painlessly. Of course, they had seventy plus co-sponsors in the Senate, which is not only you know a simple majority, but a, a, a veto-proof majority. They're not quite that strong on co-sponsors in the uh, House, but the uh, av- general aviation caucus guys over there are pretty good at at, at uh, bending arms and, and twisting wrists to get. Uh, Enough votes to get it over. Now, what is it? 218 that they need. Mm-hmm. So uh, they still needed upwards of uh, 60 votes to uh, go with the ones that are already co sponsors. But uh, I think. Uh, it's going to depend on how much the uh, chairman of the uh, Aviation Transportation Committee in the House wants to uh, jerk it around in his goal of privatizing ATC. Right. If he holds it hostage to that, we could be at Oshkosh and still not have this puppy done.
0: Or we could we could be in, you know, the year 2025 and still not have this done.
2: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, if he... Uh, if he meets with defeat in his efforts, and so far he's not been able to build a coalition that would get this thing passed in the House, and that's partly because of the GA caucus. Uh, So if uh, Mr. Schuster can't get a majority on it, he might relent and just let it go.
1: David, you're talking here about not being able to get a a majority of coalition to pass the uh, privatization part of it, right?
2: right yeah, right
1: yeah so um because and there there does appear at least to be on the face of it um a, a, a pretty good support for for PBOR too right? oh yeah
2: there's over 140 co-sponsors signed on to it in the uh, in the house yeah so so uh, basically the entire general aviation caucus
1: yeah uh so
2: all but the Mr. more reasons. Schuster took a different tact. Usually, we get the uh, White House administration, whoever that is, proposing to privatize ATC. Uh, this year, the uh, Obama administration did not include that in its transportation request and its funding request for the FAA and to reauthorize the FAA. So, Congressman Schuster from Pennsylvania came up with it, and uh, he's been trying to uh, collect enough uh, heads. Since back in June to uh, get this puppy to move. And so far, he's not gotten enough support to even produce a final bill for authorization that would have the support that he needs. So mm-hmm. it's uh, FAA reauthorization has been held hostage for this so far. Right. Right.
1: right. Yeah. So, right. well. Yeah, I mean hopefully that'll move along too, but uh, P B O R 2 um is uh knock P-B-O-R. on P P B O R 2 is 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 looking promising, knock on wood. But uh,
2: bor is not related to Eeyore <laughs> in the
1: Winnie uh, the Pooh, uh,
2: so just, just so you know, when you go Google that, no, p and E.OR are not the Two same different thing.
1: Things. Two different things. Um, and, and as always, we say that uh, regardless of your point of view on this, we urge you to contact your elected representatives and let them know how you feel. Um, there are a number of online uh, systems that you can use to make it easy to communicate with your representative. Um, I think the one that we've people's attention to re- most recently was the NBA one uh, uh-huh. and uh uh-huh. but uh but yeah it-
2: any of them will do, or do all
1: three. Yeah, do all three, or just pick up the phone and call their <laughs> office or or, uh, or send them an email or however you choose to do it. Um, and regardless of whether you're in favor or against, we hope you're in favor. We think it's a good idea. But um, if, uh, you know, let them well, know and, how you feel. People,
2: people calling and writing and sending emails uh, on the Senate side is uh, one of the reasons why the number of co-sponsors in the majority they got uh, grew over the uh, period That's of the right. last four or five weeks. So it does work. Yeah sometimes
1: yep. they definitely take a pay attention the you know the every time I go to one of these online sites and 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 send a few words to my reps um, for literally months afterwards I start getting um, emails from those reps say, referencing the fact that I sent them a comment all right and uh, you know and sometimes they report on the specific issue and sometimes they're just following up in general and but uh, they 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 take note you know I mean how much they they follow our, our guidance is another question but but the these things get noticed, so uh, so you know, make your feelings known. Make right. your feelings known. Right. Um, anything else before we move on here? No,
0: no, um, don't, Just to comment, the um, the bill text has changed substantially. I just downloaded a copy of it. It went from like you know maybe six pages to um, thirty eight pages. Wow, go
1: figure, right? Yeah, so I gotta I gotta sit down and read this, but. Uh, um, I mean, I would imagine that somebody would have raised an alarm if that's
0: uh, well. That's yes, you know. But
1: that's, but, that's why yeah, people we'll, read these things. We'll, we'll let you take a look if you choose to, and uh, maybe, I, no, maybe I'm not going to do it. During no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no.
1: Before we move on here, let me say that uh, we here at Uncontrolled Airspace are very, very grateful for the financial support we receive from our listeners. There are two simple ways that you can contribute to this podcast if you choose. Um, You can make a one-time, non-repeating donation using PayPal. It doesn't need to be very much. Just as little as $10 or $15 is a big, big help. Or you can make an automatically repeating per episode pledge with Patreon. Uh, with the online service patreon.com, you can pledge as little as a dollar per episode, put limits on your per month contribution, and change or cancel your pledge at any time. Um, for more information on how you can support the podcast in one of these ways, see the Uncontrolled Airspace homepage and the box in the right hand column labeled Tip Jar. Um, and that will give you uh, uh, take you to a page with details on both of these support me- methods. Thank you very very much. Yes, thank you. So what do we got here? Um, what's next here? There was something that was next. Uh... Oh, microburst! Man, I'm telling you, I've always known that. They, I mean, you know, they they I took this seriously from the time I was a primary student, but. Every now and then you come across a video like this that gives you a very graphic example of why thunderstorms and and the related weather of a, of that kind of thing can can get you in trouble. This is a uh, Vimeo video, a uh, um, Tucson wet microburst from August of 2015. Um, this is a appears to be time lapse. I got to figure it's a time lapse but uh it shows a a weather event passing across this big valley and uh and it you know at first it just looks like a a little rain shower which we we see all the time when we're flying off in the distance um but then all of a sudden it kind of develops and just drops a little i don't know i was going to say a bomb which is kind of over overstating a little bit but not by much um this is quite a thing and it really is graphic a graphic um a graphic illustration, if that's not redundant, um, of uh, of why you you give these things a wide berth, because yeah. you, you could get messed up if you were near that uh, that moving air. Um, it's uh, I mean, you guys have seen this kind of stuff, obviously. Um,
0: oh, yeah. That's,
2: oh yeah, yeah, and uh, it's much more fun to watch it from about five miles away. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> or on video. Or from, on video, From the comfort right. of your home office. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, something at arm's length because yeah. uh yeah. the uh the force of these things has, the force of these things I'll get it right in a second has been uh shown to bring down airliners. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: So if you think that it won't affect you because you're little, your physics are backward.
1: Yeah. That's right. This is great because right about uh, the twenty-five second point in this video um, is, y- you can actually see this kind of almost ball of this this mass of 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 presumably moisture of cloud falling out of the out of the overcast, um, and uh, and then and then as it as it makes contact with the ground, it explodes out in sort of this, uh, you know, sort of inverted mushroom cloud kind of thing. And, uh, um, it's, it's a very dramatic, and then they repeat it with a up of, of that particular event. It's,
2: and well, two, of, two of the repeats are in slow motion and you can really see the, uh, force of that cold air when it hits the ground and spreads out and creates its own vortices at ground level. Like you said, kind of like an inverted mushroom cloud, uh, well yeah. this and I I've been curious every time I've watched this is about how tall the nimbus cloud is above this puppy.
1: Right. I mean, you know, typically very tall, but we don't know for sure. Well, uh, but
2: that's getting way up in the sky and getting really cold and starting to fall is what why this air has so much power.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and not only is the wind a bad thing, there's very likely some hail associated with this kind of thing, and so that oh gets, hail yes that gets ugly real fast <laughs> oh and, hail yeah uh, yeah hail yes have you ever flown into bad hail or
0: I know Jeb you had there's your no airplane no damage on as, there's no such thing as good hail
1: yeah I guess so I mean but
0: yeah okay I've never flown into hail I've never encountered hail while being here.
1: yeah you got a you got a new paint job because you got a, I got a new I got a free new paint job. And, and, and reskin and some corrosion cleanup and all that yeah. uh, out of a hailstorm years ago. Yeah, yeah. That must've been heartbreaking though, when it actually happened. I mean, well,
0: it, it, it was in a lot of ways in that the, the airplane had just been painted less than a year earlier. Yeah, well, really? less than six months earlier. Yeah,
1: Was this the, this was the debonair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, ultimately went back to the same shop, uh, for the same scheme, uh, and, uh, uh you know some some sheet metal was replaced and uh you know the airplane came out better than it went in uh because that's always uh, nice yeah because in 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 part of the work was uh reskinning uh uh the wings reskinning uh the upper fuselage and especially on the wings when i opened them up they you know there was some minimal corrosion but it was all cleaned up and, and treated and uh, end of discussion and good for another 50 years so
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: You, you 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 will be one high time pilot at that point. Huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Does the phrase ghost squadron mean anything? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Somebody uh, will be enjoying that airplane. Somebody will be. Hopefully we're not we won't be drinking beer out of it. So Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> David, what's a Windecker Eagle? Windecker Eagle is
2: a uh well, actually, it was the world's first certificated composite airplane uh, years ahead of the Cirrus. And uh, there weren't very many of them made. I think three or four. The company did not do well after they got the type certificate. And uh, the one in this particular little article was uh, uh, wrecked and stored for decades, and uh, then found, discovered by a, a Chinese businessman. He bought it, and he paid to have it uh, have it uh, uh, restored to working condition. It's airworthy, and uh, now on its way to China, I understand. Hmm. The latest news I saw today on avweb.com was that the uh, only flying Windecker Eagle is... Uh, en route to uh, where its owner can use it. So, yeah. uh, but a really pretty airplane and roomy. Uh, looked at the dimensions uh, years ago and the uh, the uh, the airplane's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Fast, too. Yeah,
0: yeah according to, to the um, uh, Wikipedia entry, uh, there were two prototypes and six production aircraft Man made, manufactured. And um, powered by an IO 520, um, uh, cruising speed of, uh, you know, pretty much bonanza cruising speeds. Um, it's all good. hmm
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's, a, it's a shame it's gone overseas because it's a piece of history that, uh, would be nice to have handy and, and you know, maybe see someplace like sun and fun, right. but, uh, apparently that's not going to be so, uh, well, there may
0: be another one, according to this, again, according to this uh, Wikipedia entry. Um, um, there may be another one. Um, that apparently, there are two uh, under restoration, um, uh, undergoing restoration, but the uh, fate of the other one is not really known. It hadn't been publicized.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: Very cool. And just, just to show you the resiliency of some of these airframes, uh, the time between the wreck. And the uh, restoration was 31 years.
0: Yeah. Okay. So,
1: I don't know. There's a joke there, but yeah. All right. It's. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well.
1: It's. Uh, you know. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um. This next story. This is a, a, a human-powered aircraft. Uh, this is my old stomping grounds, Half Moon Bay Airport. It's a very cool airport in uh, just out on the coast. Um, a beam the. Uh, the san francisco bay area and uh david what's this now this is your story too They uh they they're making another uh human powered aircraft here right what's the what's the deal yeah with gossamer uh, albatross ish or it, it, it shades of gossamer albatross
2: shades of the gossamer condor so condor, far.
1: excuse me yes
2: yeah well the albatross came later and it's the one that flew the english channel and uh uh the uh The uh, technology is uh, pretty similar Uh, Huge wingspan uh, Big tractor propeller Pedal pedal power Uh, This one maybe is not as sleek As the ones uh, uh, Mr. McCready designed For the uh, Gossamer Condor and Albatross project Uh, For example, you can kind of see the bicycle frame Sticking out of the bottom of the fuselage but uh, they got it into the air. They flew it uh, up at Half Moon Bay Airport in California. Yep. And uh, they were planning on finding a, uh, a more open place in that airport, like a dry lake bed, to uh, try to set some records in it. But this is a 300 volunteers spent 12,000 hours of work doing this over about a two-year period. Wow. And he calls it the Dead Simple Human Powered Airplane. Alec Crowdfoot's project. Mm-hmm. Uh that's a mouthful. It's not mm-hmm. as elegant as Gossamer or something or other, but it sure it sure explains the concept completely.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to from the story trying to figure out that so they, they went to Half Moon Bay because it was a a good runway to try. I'm trying to see where they're actually based, where they actually did this project, if it's someplace in the area. I'm not it's not jumping out at me here. Um I, I'm surprised, actually. I, I, Half Moon Bay certainly has a plenty long enough runway, and that's what they were looking for. I'm surprised they were able to find a time when the winds were calm enough to do this kind of thing. Um, Half Moon Bay is literally right there on the coast. Um, there's actually a, a big hill sort of between the runway and the, uh, and the ocean. Um, that's the location of the somewhat legendary Maverick Beach, um, which is where the surfers go to get some, some monster waves. It's one of the most uh, notable surfing spots on the west coast. Um, and sort of part and parcel of that whole thing is winds coming in off the uh, off the ocean. Um, well,
2: the uh, Half Moon also, Bay Pilots Association and the local EAA chapter worked on this together. And they uh, ha- they were able to arrange for Half Moon Bay Airport to be closed from 6 to 8 a.m. so, so they that did, they could do this. So in the morning. They right. were up really early to move the uh Airplane yeah. there and get it assembled.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
2: So uh, it's got the wingspan of a 737. Uh, so you just don't pile this on the roof of your van and truck <laughs> down to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you could, but it probably. Won't be intact if you go more than five miles an
1: hour. Right, right. It's uh, you know, and then when you're done, you go to the diner for breakfast. They got a really great diner there at Half Moon Bay. So, uh, or at least they used to. I'm pretty sure it's still there. Um, so I've
2: never been there, but I've heard about it. But the uh, they 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 triumphed, as the uh, article says, because the uh, flight that they made covered 765 feet and never higher than five feet. So they were definitely in ground effect.
0: Uh, oh yeah, with well, that kind the, of wingspan, sure.
2: Yeah, but they definitely beat uh, uh, all but the last of the Wright brothers' first four flights, mm-hmm. and uh, that's an accomplishment when uh, when it's just a guy with two big legs and a and a bunch of pedals to uh, to make it go fast. Well, fast enough to get off the ground.
0: Well, and and just like Orville, you know, had had to deal with on the very very first flight. You never done this before. I, I get you know they've done some gliding and, and stuff like that, but um, um, don't know how it's going to handle. Don't know what uh, the the actual act of flying something uh, uh, self propelled is going to do. So you've got a bunch of unknowns, and uh, you know we're all lucky nobody got hurt. All things considered. Yeah, well, that's what
2: and and, and they didn't damage it. Yeah. So yeah, you know it uh, it it. It was a successful landing and one they could walk away from and one to let the airplane fly again. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more do you want? It
0: yeah. checks all the boxes. There you go.
2: So, you know, congratulations to that crew. And uh, we hope to uh, read about them setting some more records uh, downstream when they find a dry lake <laughs> bed to, uh, to uh, give themselves some space where they don't have to worry about the airport closing. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they they get fifty feet off the ground. They can find a thermal.
1: Yeah, right. From is yeah. with a wingspan like that, fifty feet off the ground doesn't necessarily get them out of ground effect. But uh, no, it
2: <laughs> still wouldn't be out of ground. Yeah. Um uh,
1: but you never. But you know, still, that's a cool accomplishment. And uh, you know, learning some more about about aeronautics and aviation, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Three zero cafe. It's called the Three Zero Cafe, um, and uh, it's a good restaurant. Fun place to go. And, uh, and,
2: and and I like the comment from one of the guys. He uh, said, this is my Tesla.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 He spent the same amount of money on it. You know. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. And uh, fewer batteries. Fewer batteries. That's right. Shout outs. Shout outs. What do we got going on here? Shout-outs.
0: Jeb, how's things going with the swag shop? That's a good question. Let me go look. Uh, I've bought a few things there. We
1: got uh, finally have a lot of uh, of uh, UCap uh, uh, goodies, uh, mugs, and shirts, and, and whatnot available for sale. Um, and uh, uh, and uh, tell us uh, be, be more specific, Jeb. What do we got for sale there? What uh, what, what do they well, got on? Them? Got what do they say?
0: Goodies and t-shirts and um, uh, coffee mug. Let me go back out. Let me back out of this uh basically you know you we've got you know we've had our logo since almost day one um there are a few uh sayings that uh, uh regular listeners m- are i'm sure familiar with like you know time spent flying is is not subtracted from your lifespan if you ever wanted a t-shirt or a coffee mug or maybe even a hoodie or something like that with uh with our logo or, or with one of these sayings or or um, um something like that on it You can get one now. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. A coffee mug like this around the office is always going to get conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Wearing a a T-shirt like this around the airport uh, is always going to get a comment or two. Um, and uh, that's that's why we're doing this.
1: Yeah, really. Over on the uh, Patreon site, uh, uh, listener Bill Mellet has uh, posted a comment uh, where he asks, so where's the TTFNMF swag mug? <laughs> 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 the kind of okay. I confess. Right. I uh, confess.
0: I, we, we, we can, we can yes. talk
1: about that. Yeah, we should we should add one. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, it's a conversation piece. If nothing else, I confess. I stared at that for a few minutes. I'm going TTFNMF. MF. What the heck does that stand for? <laughs> oh yeah, right. Okay, I know what that stands for. <laughs> and uh, the closing
2: um, tag for some guy down near Sarasota, Florida.
1: I know, huh? You know. So, uh, anyways, yeah. Go check it out. What's the uh, the well the, uh, the the easy URL is uh, uncontrolledairspace slash store. I believe it is right. Uh-huh, did did uh-huh. I get that right? And then from there, there's links to uh, to the pages and some highlighted products and and whatnot. So uh, and
2: being simple. An pilot simple urls work best yep yep right
1: and i don't know what or how but i bet if we came across a listener at a public gathering with or wearing one of these things there would be swell consequences um i don't know exactly what they are but you know right. show your show your pride or whatever your gang right. colors and uh, um if you care to right that's the uh, the swag shop right what else is going on dave you got any shout outs uh, yeah,
2: real quick and dirty one. This is kind of holiday related. Uh, 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 more, w- more than one occasion I've uh, been on an airliner on Christmas Day and uh, with all the people hauling uh, packages to uh, help parents play Santa Claus and all the people working the uh, counters and the gates, the flight attendants, the flight crews uh, and the uh, Air freight carriers like UPS and FedEx, uh, those guys are putting in extraordinary hours right now, working hard to help make happy holidays. So my shout-out is to all of those who make Christmas happen through aviation, including Santa Claus, uh, who probably isn't listening right now because he's getting ready for Thursday night. But uh, all you folks, you make it happen uh you get folks back to their families you get them back home again afterward uh and uh have to deal with some uh occasionally stressed and not happy people because as we know the system doesn't run perfectly all of the time so uh you work hard we appreciate it hope you get to have a happy holiday too
0: yes absolutely
1: yeah yeah very cool One quick shout out I want to make here is to uh, a shout out to a brand new first time aviation event that's scheduled to happen in March. Um, and uh, time will tell what actually becomes of this, but uh, they've got some exciting plans um, that are called it's an aviation event called Mod Arrow. And uh, I sort of think of that as modern aeronautics, but it's Mod Arrow. Um, www.modarrow.net. Uh, and uh, they're planning this for March 16th through 19th, 2016 at the uh, Lone Star Executive Airport in Conroe, Texas. Um, And uh, they have some uh, pretty exciting plans. They've got uh, planning for uh, a a wide range of exhibits and static displays. Uh, They want to do a job fair. They're going to have some live music uh, and fly-in camping and a lot of other uh, activities and events. So So what's uh, the
0: mod hook here?
1: Um, I, I you know I think one of the things they're going for here is to try and create a a, a, a fly-in for the younger set. I think they're truly mm-hmm. trying to target um, a little bit younger crowd than often we see at at, uh, at air shows, and yeah, that's yeah, a good thing. In other words, younger than you and me. Yes, well that's it's pretty hard not to be younger than than me, anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it sounds that way. It sounds like they're really trying. Oh, to, you to, kids! They're trying to spin this a little bit younger to uh, to uh, you know kind of uh, bring in that demographic, which is a great great thing it's a, a, a very very uh, uh uh i don't know what the right word is but uh, admirable uh, plan and uh, yeah
2: they they're, they're they're promoting indoor drone racing along with the camping a job fair uh programs the networking uh, uh and a music festival all at the same time so uh it'll be interesting and for frame of reference conroe texas is a, a north north of houston about 20 months
1: thank you i was wondering about that okay so if you're if you're able or anywhere in the uh, conroe texas the houston texas area um in mid-march march 16 through 19 um you might want to check this out and uh um
2: but it'd give us something to do between sebring and sun and fun
1: yeah that's right yeah it's a little little in between a little tweener thing going on there uh so uh anyways it looks like it could be fun. It looks like it could be a lot of fun. I, I, I give a lot of credit to uh, the folks that are trying to put this together, and uh, it is a first time, so uh, you know, it's, see how much they can pull off. But uh, hopefully, they'll, 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 you know, put a stake in the ground and turn this into an annual thing. That would be good. Not only a
2: disappointment is the indoor drone racing doesn't all. It doesn't also include full airborne air-to-air
1: combat between drones.
2: I'd I'd pay to
1: see that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. (laughs) Maybe next year. Anything else or is it fork time? fork i think it's time to stick a fork, fork. in this one dave higdon is a uh, thanks for ta- taking some time david i know you're uh, sort of on vacation right now visiting family and friends but uh, we really uh, always enjoy chatting with you dave is an aviation photographer and aviation journalist and the u.s editor for london's av buyer magazine i almost said the old one i haven't said that in a long time david uh, i know you're on vacation you're working on anything right now or i i know you're on vacation you not only didn't bring your microphone and, and headset you didn't bring your laptop i th- as i understand it and uh, so yeah
2: i uh i, I From past experience, I know how easy it is to let myself get sucked into, uh, oh, I'll just do this little bit of work here, this little bit of work there, because my work files are on my notebook. I thought, this time's going to be different. I'm going to use my buddy Tom's computer just to check my email once a day. And other than that, the work world doesn't exist so uh, but I do have a uh, biz out blog coming out on uh, Friday on Christmas Day on out kind of taking a look at the uh, year in retrospect so uh, that'd be the, the the next thing that uh, would be new to read
1: very good very good and on so uh, and, and any other places in particular where people can find you on the internet
2: Oh A-E-A.net, uh and uh, uh, or just google me and remember that i uh... don't don't play golf and i'm not the physics professor right
1: and on twitter you're real higdon real higdon real higdon real yep. higdon on twitter and jeb burnside jeb's a uh, freelance aviation writer and editor serving as the editor-in-chief of aviation safety magazine what are you doing Jeb, other than uh... family and and holidays and, um, and whatnot? not
0: not a whole lot of anything uh... this week actually and and uh... not much last week I, uh... Uh, did file a piece with, uh, AEA for avionics news, um, talking about in-flight connectivity and, and, one of the leading, uh, companies in that market. Um, uh, also filed, uh, before that, uh, the next installment of the, um, pilot related series mm-hmm. that I'm doing for, uh, GA news. I got a peek uh, at that piece. It's a very <clears throat> nice piece. I enjoy I, I, it. Li- I like, I like doing that one. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Brought back a lot of memories and, and, uh, and whatnot. So I'm, that, that'll that publish uh, in early January.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the uh, January issue of Aviation Safety Magazine has <clears throat> long since uh, I've been put to bed. Um, that came out very nicely. Um, so I'm right now um, kind of just uh, taking some time off, uh, spending some time with the kids, going to see movies that I won't talk about and uh, uh, enjoying the weather and uh, you know just uh, enjoying life there and go. Uh, hope everybody has the same opportunity here this, this holiday season and uh, uh, merry freaking christmas to you uh, and uh, so there
1: very good and so yeah. on
0: the internet uh, they can find you at uh uh, find me on aea.net uh aviation safety magazine.com ga news.com on the twitter machine at burnside J, and um i think that's about it that's that'll do for now that'll yeah will do it'll for do. now yeah cool
1: and i'm jack hodgson i'm a private pilot a freelance writer and a new media producer you can follow me on uh, twitter at uh, twitter.com slash jack hodgson you can also learn more than about me than you ever really wanted to know at jackhodgson.com and around the i'm urging people i'm 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 urging perhaps too strong a word, but I would really, really love for people to sign up uh, for my email newsletter. I'm I'm optimistic that there's going to be some progress, um, some some things to announce there in the near future. Um, If you're at all interested in getting on my email newsletter, go to uh, jackhodgson.com or aroundthefield.net, and there's a link on the homepage that'll take you to the place where you can sign up. Let's go. I think that's it for me. Uh, big thanks to Jeff Ward for his help with the show notes and in the forums. Uh, thanks to uh, Mike Morgan, to Roy Searle, to Jim Goldman, and to the many other listeners who have created the UCAP disclaimer clips. Uh, big thanks to uh, to uh, Je- uh, d- uh, to Dave's friend, Tom, for uh, giving him a computer
0: yeah, and a headset. Yeah. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to take him out to breakfast, Dave. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, that, that's next on the agenda. There There we go. go.
0: There There we go. go. Um, Please
1: follow uh, uh, the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast on Twitter uh, at uh, twitter.com slash slash class g airspace that's uh, easy for you to say not at all uh, a class <laughs> and the letter g airspace all one word um you never know what might turn up there um you can check out the ucap swag shop at uncontrolledairspacecom slash store and don't forget you can check out the rest of the ucap website you can chat with us directly and with many of your fellow listeners in the uncontrolled airspace forums all that is at uncontrolledairspace.com.
2: david one thing you wanted to say well, there's one reason why Santa has lived as long as he has, because all the time he's spent airborne. Because as we know, time spent flying is not subtracted from your uh, lifespan. Merry, happy, ho-ho.
1: And that's enough talking. Let's go flying.
0: What was it? TTFN AMF?
1: What? Something like that.